Welcome to the What We've Watched podcast. This is episode 32. My name is Chris. This is And what are we talking about this week? We are talking, we're, we're doing a double header. Double, yeah. Um, so obviously earlier this week. I wanted to make like a ball hitting a bat, bat hitting a ball, something like, like, and then I was like, oh, that's not going to work. <laughs> that's like space baseball. Yeah, space baseball. That's the sound of the, the it's ball. It's like Atari. It's like yeah, Atari yeah. baseball. Yeah. Um, just white noise. Just white noise. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah we're doing well. Okay, so the, earlier this week, yeah, uh, was of course the uh, hallowed day of Groundhog Day. Yeah, February second. Um, for 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 everybody who lives in a country that doesn't celebrate Groundhog Day, uh, do, no country celebrates. It's Groundhog, Groundhog Day. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, it's the, only like certain pockets, certain pockets where uh, they have these towns where uh, they have yeah. like the Groundhog celebrations. And yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, for those who don't know, but I mean, most people have heard of it. Heard of it, yeah. And yeah. and a lot of people have heard of it because of the movie. Movie, yeah, yeah. Which yeah. of course is what we're talking about. Yeah. Um, we're also going to be talking about. We're going to do a bit of a jump, and we're going to talk about a more recent movie, also starring Bill Murray, mm-hmm. Mr. Bill Murray, mm-hmm. Esquire. Um, <laughs> uh, and uh, that's um, Saint Vincent, uh-huh. which uh, came out in twenty fourteen. Yeah, yeah, so so you know twenty over twenty year difference there. Yeah, um, that's crazy. So we'll, we'll have I mean, like sort of a classic, and then like yeah. a modern maybe classic. Yeah, well, I don't know. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess we'll just we'll. T- did you did you did you rewatch Groundhog Day? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. I watch I, it every year anyway. So. I wish I had time. Well, Between work and fine. other things, I just couldn't. Um, and I, I, I know. I mean, I've seen the movie, yep. a few dozen times. So I've seen fine. it. I've seen well, a lot. Okay, I guess not a few dozen times. Yeah. I've probably seen it ten, fifteen times. I see. I've seen a lot, and I usually still watch it every year. And I've got often we get together and watch it. Yeah, sometimes you got a few notes there. I've got a lot of notes on it, so mm. I think we'll be fine. I have no Groundhog Day notes because. I have mostly Groundhog Day notes and a little bit of Saint mm. Vincent notes because I my my stuff about Saint Vincent is more like just. What I thought of it oh, yeah, more yeah. so than it is like specific well, things. I could probably do Groundhog Day like almost verbatim, so yeah. I'm, I'm um, good in that regard. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So Groundhog Day was released in February of 1993. So they managed to get it right in the right month. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was originally released in like the 12th or something like that. So yeah. it was a little bit after Groundhog Day, but I, I saw it in the theater. Yeah. I feel like I must have. Oh, probably. I don't even remember now. Yeah. Um, it, it was, was right during that, like, Bill Murray-like resurgence, or might have even yeah. been the first one. When, I think it was sort of the beginning yeah, of, Yeah, because like, it was like, Groundhog Day, What About Bob, and there was yeah. a couple other ones. Might have been after What About Bob, Bob but yeah. it was, it was, it was in that That's another, era. That's another great movie. <laughs> it's funny. I mean, it's not as much as, like, Top a, five Bill Murray movies. Yeah. <laughs> we could do it. Our, actually, it might be interesting, because I feel like our lists would be very different. I feel there'd be a lot of crossover, but the order would be very different. Anyways, um, so Groundhog Day uh, has a story by Danny Rubin, screenplay by Danny Rubin and Harold Ramis. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, Harold Ramis 
when he came on board, he's also the director, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. And when he came on board, he rewrote the script a lot. So yeah. um, the final film and the final script and stuff of what they actually ended up with was very different from the original concept. Um, the original concept was a lot more kind of out there, more sort of like epic kind of, yeah. um, almost kind of sci-fi. Well, not, yeah, not, yeah, not yeah. sci-fi, but like. Yeah, well, there was, there was, you know, it it was more, it it started in the middle of the story, like it was already... Like in progress, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and and they didn't explain, like, how it all came from. Anyways, um, as far as I know, there is no copy of, like, the original script available out in public. Everything that's kind of known about it is just comments that have been made. Um, I would love to read that. I thought it was, isn't it based off, like, an actual story, though? Like... Well, no, like, well, well, like the writer who did the original script, yeah, like he had the originals, he had the idea. Okay, I mean, other things. Like I thought this it was based on a short story. Well, like, things, it has like roots in a short stuff story. Like this or something has been like that. done, oh, okay. but it, yeah, yeah, it yeah. was technically it was an original uh, story. But um, as far as I know, that original script is not out there. And uh, man, I would love if that got out somehow because mm-hmm. that would be really interesting to read. It's always interesting to read, like. Um, that's pretty much the only like time that I've actually read like scripts is like interesting early drafts Mm -hmm. that are really different from what it ended up as. Cause, cause I mean, otherwise it's like, just watch the movie. That's the whole point. The point of a script is just to provide the blueprint for the movie. movie, So there, you know, there's, unless you're like an actor or something, you know, you don't need, seeing, you don't need to watch seeing how scripts. like how like but seeing, oh this was the original draft and yeah. then seeing and then like knowing how it became because sometimes the original version might have been an interesting story in itself yeah. but maybe just wasn't going to work yeah. as well as a yeah. as a and, movie and sometimes or, or sometimes you a budgetary thing yeah, 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 yeah. right or or I mean uh, as you often hear like a bad movie mm-hmm. you're like oh well the script was fine till like. The original script was like fine, yeah. and then when the studio got a hold of it, they cut yeah. it all to ribbons. That happens, and, you, that know. Happens. you know. Um, anyway, um, the first sort of thing I, um, that strikes me because I, I just kind of oh, did some notes. Oh, yeah, as, uh, say, well, yeah. Um, as I went through, this movie stars Bill Murray, yeah, um, Andy McDowell, Andy McDowell, Chris yeah. Elliott, <laughs> Chris Elliott. Yeah, it's yeah. great. Um, Can't miss Chris Elliott and. I was gonna say stars, but uh, I guess not really. He's, he's the groundhog. The, the groundhog, Punxsutawney <laughs> Phil, Sears, uh, Sears, yeah, prognosticator, prognosticator of prognosticators, this emerged is... reluctantly but alertly. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, it's so one of those very quotable. So the first movies. thing, the fir- yeah, I didn't write down all the lines because no, there's no. too many. I mean, it's just a movie back um, to front. Or yeah, pretty back, much. Really. But um, first thing with the notes and stuff is. Um, it always gets me when I watch something. It's just that natural nostalgia or whatever. Uh, the old Columbia logo mm. it starts with. And then always just like, I'm always like, ah, those old logos <laughs> from like when I yeah. grew up. I mean, and this isn't even like, it's not like we were like kids when this movie oh, came so out. This is we were like late 80s. teenagers, but yeah. 90s. No, 90s, 90s, sorry, late 90s. <laughs> mid-90s, mid-90s. Um, but, uh, and then... Um, they probably had that logo in the late eighties too. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, exactly. But um, starts with uh, in the credit opening credits. It starts with uh, moving through clouds. Remember yep, we talked yep. about in the uh, Scrooged. Yep. When we did the Scrooge commentary, Scrooge and, I, and I was like, "There's a top five you could do. Top five movies that start by flying through clouds. clouds." You know, because yeah. there's that, and there's like you know, uh, Back to the Future Part Two. Yeah. Like, there's so many movies that do that. And and this is another one of those. Yeah. It, it starts with flying through clouds. Um, and the, I Catch love me if the you can. yeah. 
I love the opening music. Uh, all the music is very interesting in this movie. Oh, the music is... Um, it's very sort of... It's very, like, mm-hmm. mirthful and yeah. kind of, like, whimsical. It 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 almost has, like, a, uh, the same sort of style of music as, as what's-his-name puts in his movies. Tim... Edward Scissorhands. Tim Burton. Tim Burton. It's 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 that. That'd, that'd be style. like Danny Elfman. Like, Danny Elfman. That's super what, that's dark what. kind of uh, music. It's, no, no, it's not like no, that because, at like, all. No, because Danny Elfman does all sorts of like. Yeah, but it always has really. Like a dark, it always has like a dark tinge. It's, yeah. it's always like macabre because that's yeah. his thing. I guess. Um, yeah. But 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 the, the music in this in in this is by George Fenton, um, and uh, it's just very like. Yeah, it's just very sort of different than your typical big movie music. Um, and interestingly enough, he's actually known for um, the big thing that he's known for is doing like na- like nature shows, like the big nature shows, like um, Planet Earth. The oh Blue really? Planet, oh yeah, yeah. Just like, like those big, things. majestic like music for like these big, big nature shows. That's what he's most known mm-hmm. for. Um, he's like a British composer, and and yeah, like his. It just shows his range because I mean that's this is like a totally different kind of music to that, but it's great. Um, love it. Um, I oh I've something I've always laughed about and I've never really mentioned it, but something I've always laughed about is right near the beginning of the movie. Uh, it starts off with um, showing the the Bill Murray's character Phil Connors mm-hmm. is like a weatherman, and uh, it shows him. Doing, <laughs> I make the weather, yeah, and it shows him doing you know his his little thing on, yeah. on the air as a weatherman yeah and and it's all kind of it's like his last um presentation and before like the one call it before he has to go off and do this thing to go to punxsutawney for for the groundhog festival and um the anchor the um the woman who's like the anchor yeah. of the news thing and they have this little exchange um where uh you know, they, they sort of talk a little bit and then she turns to the camera and she's like, you know, next up we have so-and-so, whatever it is, you know, with a special report on like sex and violence in the movies. Yeah. And I've always laughed about that because this is such like a very, like there is no sex no, 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 in this no. movie kind of like, it's a very kind of, it's a super like, like, I mean, it's not a G rated movie. No, it could almost be that. Really, no, but I mean, but... but it's very light. Oh yeah, it's very Super family friendly. It's kinda, very family yeah. friendly. It's yeah. very you know, and so I just thought that was really hilarious that they're you know report on sex and violence in the movies, and it's like you need there isn't really either you yeah. know in this movie, um, and I thought that was I, I've always thought I mean that maybe was that weird. was yeah you know, I mean obviously you know, like intentional yeah 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 but I just thought it was yeah. like this funny little satirical thing where it was like you know talking about that but that's not that yeah. this movie doesn't have any of that stuff. Um, I used to have a note here about just, like, so many classic lines. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, within the first few minutes of the movie already, it's just, like, one after the oh, other. It's, uh, it, it's unbelievable. The banter between Andy McDowell and Bill Murray yeah. is, I mean, that is what makes this movie. The yeah. plot is, is interesting, but the, the those two characters mm-hmm. and their banter. And even and their, Chris Elliott. Yeah, character, and, like, his stuff. Like, like Chris Elliott. Interjecting like, those little bits and pieces, you know? Uh like he's very sarcastic. It, yeah, he's just straight up the like the sarcastic. I mean, not that Bill Murray is sarcastic. Well, that's my my next note. <laughs> my next note is basically like nobody does like condescending sarcasm. Yeah, that's what it is. Like yeah, Bill Murray. Yeah. Like Bill Murray's just the best at that. Like like just making like people feel like yeah. they're crap. 
Yeah. Because of how he, like, treats them. Yeah. But, like, not in... Like, in this movie, he's you not... You like a face that he makes when he delivers that line. Yeah, like... Regardless of the movie he's in, when he like, delivers this movie, condescension. he's not, like, the same kind of, like, horrible person that, like, for example, his character in Scrooge. No. Where that's a very He's just kind of a jerk in this. He's just kind of a jerk, and he's just kind of, like... Very, ego, he's just very old. sarcastic, very egotistical, and mm-hmm. very kind of self self centered. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. that's really Super that's really what this movie yeah. is about. It's about somebody who's extremely self centered and and learning to be like yeah. make themselves better by mm-hmm. by you know helping other people. Um, in some ways, which it, I mean, it's a bit Scrooge like. It way. is a bit Scrooge like <laughs> in a way, but it plays very differently. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, it's definitely less extreme. Well, at the same time, there's sort of just as much crazy sort of stuff can happen or whatever. Mm-hmm. And also, the romantic side of it is more of a thing in this. Oh, yeah, for like sure. Like in Scrooge, there's that romantic plot line, but there's just so much else going on and yeah. stuff. This is definitely very much a romantic comedy. It's mm-hmm. about... Well, I know, mean, essentially, this is a movie with a cast of three people. Like, there's some other people that come and go, but this is essentially uh, almost a cast of two people, and then Chris Elliott periodically, like, there. Um... Because we're exclusively with Bill Murray the entire film. Yeah. We, like, it, there's no... Well, cut- you, you would have to, because... Yeah. There's no, like, cutaway to another Because character. you're experiencing it through yeah. the loops that yeah. he's... He's, he's... I mean, you, exper- you, you don't live it through his eyes, but you live it, you know, kind of through him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um... It's a very, uh, uh, like, there's not a ton of, uh, the plot doesn't involve a ton of uh, other important characters. It's a lot of, like, here, this guy's in it for five minutes here, then we never see him again. This guy's in it for um, a few minutes. No, Even I though think you're misremembering. A... There's, they pretty much establish early on that they, all the major sort of... Oh, but none of those characters are, like, because you see the characters it, it, over... Everybody in the town, and then you Oh, just yes, kind of... but you see those characters over and over again That's because I mean, he repeats yeah. the same day, but... Each of those characters does not hold any kind of no, grand they, significance. But they, they, are they not come back character. over and over and over. Uh, only because he's repeating the day. But they're not. What I mean is, well, not, it's also because the entire not, thing takes place in the town. In the, in the, in the one town, town. It's a super so small town. You see the same people <laughs> yeah, over and over. Yeah. I mean, if he was like, repeating even, yeah, the day, oh, yeah. you would see the same well, people over and over yeah. because well, that's all the people. Because like for the diner scene, you can tell like those people are in there every day. Like that is just what that like. Yeah, sure. Even. Even if you weren't repeating the day, mm-hmm. that's just what that diner that's looks I mean. like that's every single day. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, like, the, all the other characters, I think, are really important to it, because otherwise it would just be, like, a big empty table. But, I mean, they're not big characters. Like, they're just, like, they're, they, they, they're, they exist for, like, one small, like, re- reason, and then that's it. They're not, they're not the same degree of a character as Bill Murray or Andy Obviously Gallo. not, because yeah. those are the leads. Yeah, yeah. But that's just the difference between yeah. leads and support. But I'm saying, cast. this movie has only, like, two leads in it. Yeah, but that's yeah. not unusual. Most movies only have a couple of leads. Yeah. Everybody else um, is supporting cast. I, that's the way yeah. movies work. Yeah, I've, I've watched a lot of movies recently that are like five, six, eight cast characters. Well, there's an ensemble yeah, cast, yeah, yeah, but yeah. that's that's yeah. a certain type of movie. And even in an ensemble cast, you often end up with like two leads and then... Well, it depends because sometimes it's like 
depending on how big a name or yeah, how yeah, important yeah. that that person is well that that's meant to be to sometimes it, it feel, sometimes it feels like a one character also it's in an audience perception takes well, exactly. a lot if well, you think that such and such a person is a bigger star that exactly that's what I was about to say yeah. then even if they're not a bigger more important part of the movie because you know that person you more see yeah, them yeah, as yeah. the the the, yeah, the exactly. big star right yeah, yeah. so yeah. I don't know yeah I'm gonna have to agree to disagree with you on a bit on those. Yeah. Points, what right. I'm saying, I'm just saying, what I'm just saying is, is it? Yeah, this is a straight up like two lead movie. No, yeah. Um, oh yeah, you know, but but that's, I mean, being that you follow Bill Murray the whole time. Well, and it's a yeah. and as a romantic as a romantic comedy, yeah, yeah which also makes again, sense. that's yeah. the norm. It's yeah. a romantic comedy is always yeah. two yeah. main leads, and well, then maybe yeah, your primary you're, you're, and maybe and maybe an and like an antagonist that kind of stands in the yeah. way consistently. Which is an interesting thing about this movie. There is no antagonist. There doesn't really need to be because the antagonist. Bill Murray is also the antagonist. Well, there doesn't need to be an antagonist because the antagonist is the situation. The antagonist yeah. is being yeah. stuck in the yeah. loop. Uh, in in almost a way like because the antag what the antagonist normally almost... does is the is the antagonist is normally the one that's working against yes. your main yeah, character yeah, yeah. and impeding them mm -hmm. in reaching their goals. Yeah. So what is working against him impeding him from reaching his goals? Well, it's himself. Himself <laughs> slash. He's the antagonist who becomes the hero. But initially, really, his yeah. goal is just to get the get, job get the done, done and get just, out of Punxsutawney. Just, just so, wants to. So leave. what prevents that from happening is yeah. being in the loop. Yeah. And then a lot of the other things that he tries to do, what prevents it is being in the loop. Yeah. Ultimately, yes, he's his own enemy in a way. Well, in, he's his own. I mean, he, he starts out as his own change. enemy because, well, like you said, he's like super. Mm -hmm. self-centric and then like other things like even as he tries to become a better person mm -hmm. um he starts like in some ways like during a he starts overstretching himself to a degree where mm -hmm. that also interferes with like other things that he should be uh yeah uh and then you know he starts giving up and so yeah um so, let's see here. Um, it was shot in uh, Woodstock, Illinois, because yeah. uh, the real Punxsutawney doesn't have, like, a nice sort of, like, town center where the festival kind of happens and stuff, mm -hmm. which is sort of what they needed, like, cinematically. Because um, the real, like, Gobbler's Knob is the, the spot <laughs> where the, 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 the festival is yeah. done. And in the real Punxsutawney, it's actually, like, a rural area, like, outside the town. Oh, yeah. That wouldn't work. Not, for, for not really for what they were trying to do. Yeah, here. so yeah. so they so they went to Woodstock, Illinois, instead, and shot there. Um, and uh, another thing I mentioned here, just because I know sometimes you get yeah. it, but I um, you don't have notes or anything for this. So um, it is 96% on Rotten Tomatoes at this point. So, I mean, it's definitely one of those ones that's considered, like, a true classic. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting thing about that, though... Is the reaction to it when it first came out was not overwhelmingly hugely good. Like, oh, wow. like, like it was positive. Like, it oh, got yeah. good reviews and everything, but it wasn't like ecstatic. Uh -huh. And and its reputation as to how good it is, how highly rated it is, um, all that stuff came over time. Oh. Since that, like, like fairly quickly. Like mm. it was within sort of you know. Which it, I, but it's something that's grown being, rather than being like an instant classic. Yeah. Being that it's a romantic comedy, you can sort of, uh, I guess I can, so, you can sort of understand that. Like, not too many romantic comedies become like instant classics. That's uh, true, not that but, many. But there is few, lots but. of ones you can like look back on and be like, oh, uh, yeah, like over yeah. the years, but, that has been. But I think a classic, also yeah. what part of what's made it such a classic. Other than the fact that it is extremely funny, it's extremely, <sighs> you know, entertaining. Yeah. But I think it's the fact that there's that extra little something. Yeah. 
because of the fact that it's not just a straightforward mm-hmm. what happens, you know, mm-hmm. that there's this uh, fanta- fantastical twist to Twister, it of yeah, yeah. having the time loop, um, which is great because there's no explanation. Mm-hmm. No, which is which, you, is, you which never, is the best. You never really know where it comes from or why it happens or or when it will end, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, you can think, dramatically speaking, you can say, well, well, it's obvious that the time loop ends when he truly becomes uh-huh. uh, the person, you know, the better person that you should I mean, be. I mean, well, you're but, watching the movie, you don't no, know that. Yeah, and also, no, he has I mean, no clue. Yeah. He has no way of knowing that. Yeah. He, it's just one of those kind of, like, logically, or like, yeah, well, yeah. what else could it be? Yeah. And I think it sort of gets to a point where this is Well, because you can see, oh, it's that kind of movie yeah. where the character is going exactly. to be, become a better version of himself. Yeah, yeah, <clears> now, yeah. But what's interesting about that is they never directly address it in the movie. No. But of course, there's no way that he could know that. And and what what's great about it is that his changes in himself and the way that he the journey that he goes through to change himself mm-hmm. is done. And and this is the whole thing of where he starts out so self centered mm-hmm. and becomes you know selfless because he doesn't have any idea that that the loop will end if you know, there's some magical cutoff point yeah. where he becomes a good person to a certain degree. He becomes a good person because he wants to at that point. Tomorrow's not coming. It didn't come today. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying though, right? Like yeah. it's, and that's the important distinction. Mm-hmm. He doesn't change himself and become a better person to, to escape the loop, to escape the loop because it, he, as far as he yeah. knows, there is no way to escape. It's yeah. forever. Yeah. And so he just figures, well, he 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 gets to a point where it's, he wants to become better. It's almost person. and I and this is one of those um, and that's you know, the important like distinction. The, the 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 movie takes place. I mean, it's whatever ninety whatever minute movie. Um, so you know, can only go on for so long. Mm-hmm. But uh, they make it, good use of that. Time. Oh yeah, oh, is one of those like ba bam ba bam ba bam ba bam ba bam movies. Yeah, there's um, no no fat on it. You know, like you in the plot of the movie, like you see him repeat so many days, but mm-hmm. they give you the impression that it's been going on. For a very long time, and I believe there was something in the original script about it supposing to be like thousands of years. Yeah, since I think the this. original concept was um, something like ten thousand years. Ten thousand years, yeah. But, um, but that's not I what's mean, depicted you, in the movie at yeah, all. No, um, in the movie, uh, I know that um, some some. Well, how long does it take to become good at ice sculpting in the piano? <laughs> well, well, the problem with that is that yeah. I mean that's that can vary so yeah, much. Yeah, exactly. That's different yeah, for everybody, yeah, yeah. and you know, but. Um, the th- a couple interesting points about that specifically chainsaw. Apparently, some some online like uh, culture website or oh, something. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember the name what the name of it was now, but actually like calculated out what's actually sort of like depicted or implied in the movie. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, and yeah. it came to like something like um, is like one thousand something 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 days. Oh, okay. Is yeah. what's actually so like a couple of years. Yeah, that yeah, you would yeah. figure in the movie. Um, originally. Um, like you say, originally the concepts and the scripts and stuff like that was like they'd be like thousands of years, but yeah. um, that's probably not realistic because mm-hmm. why? Like, why would it be that long? Well, but, first off, you get to a point where like, I mean, I mean, you, it's got a fantastical element anyway, yeah. but like, he would but, stop remembering stuff but from ton- toning down the more fantastical elements yeah. that maybe the script started out with. Um, I think that um, from what I remember reading, Harold Ramis said, like, initially he said that he thought it was something like around 10 years. Yeah. And then later he said that that, prob- a long time. that probably wouldn't be enough time to get that good at all the things. Oh, that, that he, he does. Yeah. So yeah. I think he, he ended up settling on like, he, he figures it's probably something like maybe 30, mm, yeah, 30 yeah. years. Sure. 
Um, and the interesting thing about it is that, um, and I actually have a note about this later, but the fact that Phil, the Bill Murray's character, he, he remembers everything perfectly. Oh, yeah. From beginning to end. Yeah. So what's interesting is that even though he experiences all that time, it seems like much like how, like, if something happens, like, all the times that he dies mm-hmm. or kills himself. Yeah, yeah. And he wakes up uh, at, on the next loop completely as if nothing's happened. So I feel like it's, like, physically uh, that time doesn't really pass. Mm-hmm. So I feel like maybe he remembers things the way that you would remember one day at a time. time. Yeah, yeah. But just even it though, all accumulates. Even though a hundred, like, say I do a hundred yeah. days in a row, I don't remember like a hundred days ago... But, but because his it's brain always doesn't yesterday. Age. It's always yeah, yesterday. And yeah, so that's yeah. the way I kind of justified it for mm-hmm. myself. Yeah. He doesn't actually like say that in the no. movie. But no. you can assume. Because he does a lot of memorization of stuff that you're like Yeah. That's I mean it, clearly it's, he has well, a good, most of it's for comedians. He has a good memory, clearly, yeah, yeah, anyways, yeah. because even if you just take it on a day to day basis, he yeah. can remember details yeah. the next day better than oh, yeah. most people probably could. Oh, exactly. But yeah. some people just have yeah. good memories like that, yeah. right? Um, but, I mean, a lot of it, too, is just for comedic effect in some yeah, of ways, course. you know. Well, but I mean, that's the most In which case, important. it doesn't require any explanation. Yeah, I mean, that's the yeah. most important yeah. thing. But in my mind, that's how I always sort of oh, took yeah. it. Oh, yeah, no, no. I, I, sort of, I, um, I sort of figured a I love, I love the, the joke about um, the recurring... Actually, it doesn't recur that many times, but the joke about the chance of departure thing oh, yeah, from yeah. the hotel... Or, you know, where he's yeah, like, he's 100%. Like, chance of today, 100%. And, then the next and then, day, like, the next like... loop, he's like, chance of departure today, 80%? Yeah. 75%, 80 <laughs> And the last day, he's just like, he just, are you leaving today? And he just, like, runs out the yeah. door. He doesn't even say anything. He just dashes yeah. out the um, door. <laughs> Gotta bring up uh, Stephen Tobolewski as Ned yes. Ryerson. Yeah. Classic. Ned um, the Head. What I think is really interesting. Little known as Ned. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What I think is most interesting about this role is obviously he's really funny. Yeah. Um, but there's not a whole lot there as far as like depth of like oh, character no, no, no. He or, existing. Or he exists as a di- only. Well, he's funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's a dis- almost a distraction. But as, just so Bill Murray but steps as, in the puddle. As every time day. went on, it became really interesting to me because as time went on, and I saw Stephen Tobolowsky and other things and mm-hmm. other stuff and that. He's actually, like, a really oh, a good dramatic actor. Yeah. actor. Like, he's an exceptional actor. Yes. And I always thought, like, oh, it's very interesting that he did this role mm-hmm. that he's probably recognized for more than almost anything. Yeah. Uh, at least to people of our generation. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. um, you know, if you saw Steve Tobolowski on the street, you'd be like, Ned Ryerson? I'm you know, sure like, he hates that. <laughs> I know, but, but, but it, I'm not saying you yeah. would necessarily do it, like, straight up do it. But yeah. in your mind, that's what you'd be yeah. thinking, right? But at the same time... If you yeah. see other roles, like, he's an excellent dramatic actor. Yeah. And so it's very interesting to me, him doing that. Because, I mean, like, you look at Bill Murray, and it's like, ah, Bill Murray always does, like, a little bit of a mix of yeah, comedy yeah, yeah, and yeah, drama. Yeah. You know, he's been doing that for a long time. You know, and he's such a big star anyway, right? Um, but with Stephen Tobolowsky, it's really interesting to me that, that somebody who could be, like, uh, well, essentially is, like, a really good, like, dramatic, like, character actor... And then to do a role like that, it's 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 just interesting that that's probably mm-hmm. because of how big a movie Groundhog Day. That's probably one of his best known roles. Oh, for sure. But it's kind of the odd one out in his career. Like mm-hmm. most of his roles are not like that at all. Yeah, he's not like a comedic actor as a general. No, no, he's a, a character actor, but not a comedic actor. Yeah, which, um, which is interesting. You know, 
As opposed to, oftentimes with these kinds of roles, when you see people show up in these kind of roles, it's like, ah, that's that guy that's in, like, all those comedies, you know? Mm. It's always comedic actors who, like, always do those roles. And I think it's interesting that's one of his few actual real comedic roles. Uh, uh, for, but, for anyone interested, um, I just looked it up because yeah. I couldn't remember the name for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, he does a movie podcast called The Tobolowski yeah, Files. And it's, it's quite good. I have yeah. not heard it. Uh, I've listened to a few I'm episodes. Not really a podcast it's, guy. Uh, other than, you know. Hilarious. Oh, the irony. Yeah. No, I know. But yeah, no, it's it's pretty good. And he talks about film and movies and yeah, that's does cool. interviews and stuff like that. Good, good. But, um, good. well, no. I'm sure he doesn't need the. Doesn't need the plug. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, just, that's not plug. It's just I'm for anybody. Kidding. I'm kidding on the basis of the fact that he probably has like a billion times more people listening than we do. Um, that was a joke. <laughs> this episode brought to you by the Wolowski Files. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, after this point, my I just I have the note about like the lines, the lines, yeah, greatest yeah. dialogue ever. Like oh, it just it doesn't so stop. Good. Like yeah. it just does not stop. Yeah. It, it's so brilliant. Um, we got. I mean, uh, it, it, you know. Again, going back to it does follow. It's on almost. It's a more extreme version, to, to some ways, being that it's a, mm-hmm. I guess a, a, sort of more of a talky comedy mm-hmm. uh, than Scrooge, but in the same boat where it's just that's another. Yeah, it's different though because it's like well, it, just because this is a different, somewhat different kind of movie. This is a much more talky it, comedy than it's. It's less like it has less. It has less range in a way yeah. than Scrooge because Scrooge is like has really really dark stuff Mm -hmm. and then it has like really ridiculous silly stuff yeah and this one is kind of a little more compressed into the middle more in the middle it's more consistent tone but they still both have like a Mm -hmm. lot of like funny you know lines and stuff they they just have like a different different tone a different way of going about i think a lot of the similarity mostly comes from bill murray's like style and the fact that he kind of looked similar because it was only like five years apart So it was back in his sort of still kind of like his his sort of uh, uh, leading man mm-hmm. era when he's kind of late thirties, early forties, where he still kind of looked young, you know. Yeah. Um, uh, we got um, the mayor of the town is played by Brian Doyle Murray again. Yeah. So there's Bill Murray's older brother again showing mm-hmm. up. Uh, he he played his dad in the flashbacks in in Scrooge. Yeah. Um, he's, he's just kind of shows up in like so many things like that. Um, but he's always fun. That gravelly voice. Mm-hmm. It's always cool. Um, one thing I've always liked that I wanted to mention was, uh, when they have the, there's like the snowstorm yeah. or the blizzard or whatever, and they try to leave the yeah, town yeah, for the yeah. first time. That scene is great. And, and yeah, the whole thing with the trooper. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, you got the moisture on your head, all that stuff. But what, what is I, it snowing in space? Yeah. But what I wanted to mention about that. Was something that I've always I've never really talked about, but it's just one of those little like little touches that's always got me. Is they do this thing with with the music again with the music, where it's this really kind of whimsical kind mm-hmm. of funny music, where they do the sort of like the old style kind of Disney esque sort of where the sound of like the snowstorm they do in the music, like yeah. you have the kind of like. You know, mm-hmm. I, I I can't even do it. Like I can't replicate it. But yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, where yeah. It does a little where the the music the, where like and the flutes or whatever do the kind of like the the, the trill. Mus- yeah, the music like and the sort of like what is like what is not so much what is happening in terms of acting, but yeah. the environmental noise yeah. combined. Together. Yeah, which is yeah. like a very yeah. kind of like 
yeah. old school sort of like yeah. Disney-esque, you know, cartoony you sort of thing. You, you, and you don't you see, see it, it in like not, real actual movies much. very much. I uh, Probably about as close as you can get is you'll see it in movies like, uh, you see it a lot with cars and stuff. Where like, um, movies like Fast and Furious, well they'll like incorporate like whatever like, rocking soundtrack is going with like the way like the the noise of the cars in mm-hmm. in a way but not like this like yeah. this is but it's just it's, it's small, very anime like it, animated style yeah it's a small yeah. little touch but i yeah. always got it always mm-hmm. gets me i'm always like ah that's such like an odd yeah that's like movies just it's don't do almost, that it almost like it it has the feeling of like the music is also indicating like sort of more of the fantasticalness of yeah. it. Like, this isn't yep. just a normal snowstorm. Totally. It's the magical snowstorm that's preventing yeah, you from I mean, town. It's not to know. say that that's the case. No, but... but that's the impression that yeah, it gives yeah. by how it comes across. No, I would totally yeah. agree with that. Um, well, it definitely, that like, that, that scene we're talking about, because it talks about, like, how he can't, like, call for help. And, yeah, yeah. You know. Uh, what about the satellite? Is it snowing in space? space? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, it's gonna blow off. Yeah, I make the weather. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's great. Yeah, um, how this, like, you could not make this movie nowadays with the things like because of the internet and cell phones. Like, how would you remove? Because those things would need to be removed. How do you like take all of that and you suddenly have a town of people where none of nobody's cell phone works? Like, you, you'd have to come up with some other caveat to prevent it. You know, like, well. You know, uh, the setting for this movie, like the time period this movie happened in, was really fortuitous. Yeah. Like they were able to do it. I agree. Without but, complication. I agree. But I mean, I think that cell phone service probably goes down more often than, than real phone service does. True. So if you have a blizzard that puts the phone lines down, cell phone service is probably out too. Uh, it's tr- cell phone true. service is not that good. True. To be but honest. you're not going to lose internet. True. <laughs> like those lines are usually underground. Yeah. yeah. But. Yeah, I mean, some people will obviously oh, yeah, because yeah, you got lines yeah, coming yeah, in from yeah, the street yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, that's a good point. That's yeah, a good point. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, um, like there's sort of certain things. I mean, like, I mean, obviously, like creative writers could write around all that. Yeah. But it's nice. That, well, like, it's sort of like X Files, right? Everyone's like, oh man, in this era of like ubiquitous cell phones and stuff, yeah. like, like how's X Files going to work? Because you know, yes, they had cell phones back in the old show, but of course, it was totally different. And of course, <laughs> they've actually incorporated them very, very well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why, why does your flash and your phone keep going off, Mulder? Yeah. Anyways, <clears throat> we'll, we'll talk about that later. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Um, my next thing is the um, the snow shovel bashing him in the head. Oh, yeah, That's yeah. like your obligatory slapstick. I always yeah, mention that. Yeah. Every time we watch a movie. No. Your obli- obligatory head trauma. There's like one instance of slapstick in the entire mm. movie. Yeah. Because it seems like every comedy, even if it's not that type of comedy. Yeah. You gotta have one slapstick bit. I don't know why that is, but you just gotta, well, you gotta have one. That's always like when you're watching a trailer for a comedy movie, mm. how good a comedy it is is like time to gratuitous head trauma. Yeah. Like if there's no head trauma in the trailer, probably gonna be a good yeah. comedy movie. Like as soon as like like seven seconds in the trailer, somebody's getting hit in the head, that's yeah. probably a toilet movie. Probably. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um,. Wanted, uh, unless that's what the movie's all about. I wanted to in ask. Which case, two thumbs up. I, um, I wanted to ask what you thought about this. Okay. Because this is not really like this is more of a uh, how you feel about it question. Okay. M- more than just like a like I'm pointing something out in the movie oh, okay. question yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, type yeah, yeah. of thing. What do you think about the use of the the I got you babe 
the Sunny and Cher, like oh yeah, yeah as yeah, the yeah. recurrent as, yeah. as the song that plays every, every morning, on every yeah. loop. Yeah, what do you think about that? I think it's fun. Do, do you find it annoying? Do you find no, it no, no, no? It's fun. It's fun to like. The problem is, is I can't detach that song from this movie okay. anymore because That's I've fine. seen this movie so many times. Right. Like that song, in like it, that song exists because of this movie. For me. <laughs> like in my in my in my like sort of purview of this, because I'm not going to listen to Sunny and Share songs. Right. Yeah. That's not my you know the kind of music I listen to. I mean, I'm aware the song existed before yeah, that. I'm I, sure I, I heard it before that. Yep. Um, but no, it's your, it's your feeling about it. I mean, I assume there's some. Like very particular reason they use that song, outside of it just being like kind of a known like this song kind of can get on your nerves kind of song. And if you had to wake up to it every morning, I feel by day ten mm-hmm. I'd start getting a little irritated. Too. And that's the concern because yeah. you want to skirt that line, but you don't want to cross that line because yeah. you don't want to turn the audience off. Now. Now we don't hear it as many times as he does. There are some people. <laughs> there are some people who have seen the movie who are just like, like, oh, it gets so annoying eventually. Um, oh, it becomes hilarious. Like I get to the point where, yeah. like, by the fourth or fifth time, you just, just crack up. You're laughing just because, because the song's it's on. on yeah, again. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's always the same spot. So it's just yeah. that little. You know, it's not even the chorus. Just, it's just, just like click. It's put just like your a hand in my head. Yeah. You're just, Every damn time. Yeah, I personally think it's really funny. Playing like yesterday's tape, guys. I think it's a clever choice because of the fact that it's the kind of song that skirts that line perf- mm-hmm. like just perfectly. Yeah. Because it is catchy. Mm-hmm. It is aesthetically a pretty good song, like, of a certain time yeah. and, and, and the type of music mm-hmm. it is. But at the same time, it's the kind of thing that can get kind of on your nerves mm-hmm. after a while. But never so much that like it really turns you. Also, off being a very well known song helps too because then it's not like some like random song. Yeah. I mean, outside of probably very young, I don't know if say very young. Outside of young people today, people still are fully aware of that song. That song is not like just yeah. falling off the face of the earth, you know. Um, despite the fact that you know, well, when when they did a they did a groundhog they did an excellent Groundhog Day episode on Supernatural. Oh yeah, and. Uh, they they did this um, the same sort of thing of having it always start with a song on the radio, and they used um, "Heat of the Moment" by Asia. <laughs> nice. Which is, that That's was, just as good. That was, yeah, that, exactly. That is just but as again, good. it's that thing of choosing something that is catchy. Yeah. That's a good song, but that. Kind of gets annoying after yeah, a while, yeah, yeah. but never too annoying so that it really turns you off from mm-hmm. watching the thing. It's it's a sort of similar choice in that way. It is one of those like the 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 Groundhog Day. I think uh, a lot of thought plot. went into picking that song. Oh, probably is what yeah, I'm trying yeah, to say yeah, because yeah. Like, oh yeah, were, for sure. For they sure. deliberately picked something that falls right in that yeah. kind of sweet spot of yeah. like get a little annoying but not too I, annoying. I, yeah, I'm betting it probably wouldn't be hard catchy, to like but... find some like interviews where like that is discussed. Um... But it, it the, like the, the kind of the Groundhog Day, like you said in uh, Supernatural, they did a Groundhog Day. That is one of those like lots of TV shows do like yeah. they'll have the Christmas episode, they'll have the musical episode, they'll have the, you know this and that, and they have like the Groundhog Day episode is that is one I would like to see more wh- where the characters are forced to repeat. Yeah, I mean it's it, the tricky thing about it is you can only do it in certain kinds of shows. Yeah, yeah, because you can only do it in basically like where there's some sort of cause to it, like. A sci-fi show or a fantasy show mm-hmm. of some sort, yeah, um, or a show like a, a show where they do stuff like 
like Pure, out of the box kind of out of the box weird stuff every so often. You know? uh, because they did a Groundhog Day episode in Castle. Mm-hmm. And no explanation. They kind of indicate that possibly he got banged on his head and the whole thing was just a dream. Sure. But then they do the but thing. It matter, right? But but then they do the thing where like right after they like kind of indicate that they do the Inception thing. Where right after they indicate that, they show you something that. Well, then it couldn't have possibly been a true, and then cut to credits. You know, yeah. <laughs> kind of that, that kind yeah. of like you know side yeah, joke. No, I mean but... they did a good one on like the supernatural one was good. Yeah, yeah. Um, they did a really good one on Stargate SG One. Oh, d- they did a really good one on that. Um, so yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. often with those kinds of things. Oh, mm-hmm. oh um, Buffy. Oh, yeah, a good of one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it's usually the sort of sci-fi fantasy type shows. Yeah. Where they can just kind of justify by saying like it's a spell or yeah, yeah. you know it's a weird high tech yeah, device. It's a spoof that, or, that goes wrong. or like those kind of shows where like they can even do like I mean you can I guess sort of Buffy kind of falls into that where they can do an episode and just be like we're we're not going to say this isn't a canon episode. Yeah. This is a non canon episode, but this is a non canon yeah. episode. Well, you could yeah for <laughs> this sure is there, for there are those kinds of shows you know, where yeah. I mean even like X Files does oh, stuff yeah, like yeah. that every so often. Which granted, this, it's also kind of sci fi fantasy. Yeah, yeah. But they often this one's just for fun. But they often you know, do yeah. kind of just like what? Yeah. Um, uh, they could have done it on say something like this was back in the day before. So I mean, probably wouldn't have done it. But like. Uh, say a show like um, I remember I used to watch like Chicago Hope. Oh yeah, yeah, like the yeah. hostel show, and they used to do crazy stuff like that. Like, the they did a, they did a. I, that was a, I, that was a show that I wish I had seen more of. They did like a Hitchcock episode that was all black and white, mm-hmm. and it was all like kind of these noirish mm-hmm. kind of like twists and turns and yeah. stuff, and just because yeah, yeah, you know, it's for fun. Um. Uh, one of the funny things I noticed. Um, a while back, but not originally, mm-hmm. was uh, the first loop uh, when he's, like, trying to just figure out what's going on, where he's yeah. just kind of confused. And there's, like, this woman that he talks to out on the street where it's like, you know, where are you going? Where's everyone going? And yeah. she's like, she's like, to Gobbler's Knob, it's yeah. Groundhog Day. That's the piano teacher yes. from later yeah. in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the kind of thing that, like, like it's putting these seeds in, yeah. or, like, seeding these things, because that character has no importance mm-hmm. until like yeah. you know way late in the movie when he starts doing the piano lessons and um i just thought it's the kind of thing like where probably the first time i saw the movie or the first couple of times i saw the movie i probably uh-huh. didn't even notice that that was the same person you know it, it, now we do obviously yeah, 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 all the time yeah, yeah, yeah. but that the movie is full of like those kind of like um like and again i think it helps like they work because the movie is re- because you're repeating the day after day yeah. after day. Like individual character interactions, even though sometimes, like you know it's coming, are still like they only repeat it a few times because they they start doing the thing where they start other, like we're not diverging like, well, off into we, other things. We showed you him getting up first right. thing in the morning yeah. like five times. We're not going sh- right. to skip that part. Right, but, like the guy he meets on the Borgiorno guy he yeah. meets on the stairs. Yeah. Um, like even just that, like the third time around, you're 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 waiting for it. You're ready for it, you know. You and think it, it's it, gonna be in early spring. Yeah. I'm predicting March 21st. Think good guess. You know, I think that actually is <laughs> yeah, the first day of spring. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, um, like just that kind of thing where they just they just you you anticipate what is going to happen on the on the repetition, and you're waiting for like, 
oh, he's going to run into that character again. How's he going to play out this time? How's yeah. he going to play out this time? You know, especially stuff like with Ned Ryerson. Yeah, yeah. And, you know. Yeah. Um, um, even the, the not, honestly, the way you anticipate is different, but um, there's the one sequence where he goes through with the old homeless guy. Yeah. The very, like, as, as all of these kind of, kind of romantic comedies. That little bit comedies. of drama, but the little no, drama, not like, really. Like kind of bit pretty of, minor. A bit of sadness, a yeah. bit of, you know, and it, it's, it's interesting because, I mean, you know why that's in there because it, it's um, a real, like, turning point for yeah. the character. Mm-hmm. And it was a good way of them showing it without, you know, making the movie another 30 minutes long and yep. piecing it together. Yep. Um, but, but, like, that scene is, is, you know, you, you, you still, like, Oh, is he going to save the homeless man this time? Is he going to save the homeless man this time? You know, uh, like what, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? Um, because you know they're going to repeat it. You know they're going to show you again. Yeah. You know until it stops becoming relevant. Well, then they what, move you're on to the what you're thing. sort of saying, I think, what I'm getting is that like they don't just have throwaway scenes. No. Where they're not going to actually address that again. Like, no. Like no. everything they introduce is mm-hmm. something that they introduce so that in later loops. Yeah. They can explore that in different ways. Yeah. And then, like you say, certain things kind of fall by the wayside mm-hmm. as they go on because they kind of explore that part and then they move on to something yeah. else. You know, But they always kind of explore each thing at least a little bit. Um, well, it goes, it goes like what you said like much earlier on is uh, along with the pacing of this movie, blah, 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 this movie is also very... Um, this movie's very tight. Yeah. Uh, they don't waste your time with... No, you know, uh, which uh, is which is interesting in a movie that's based around like literally <laughs> because they they do the same thing over and over, but yeah, but they don't waste any of those loops no. because it's always a point to no. it. And I mean, and there's somehow a movie that's all about repeating the same day. Mm-hmm. The plot moves on mm-hmm. at a clip better than most other movies. Well, it's because all the, all the things where things don't really progress or things don't really they just stop showing happen in a matter. They either stop showing it or they do very quick sort of like montage type yeah. stuff. Um, I was gonna get get to it later, but like the the slapping montage. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah where yeah. it's like you know that like okay, there's so many, however many loops go by. Yeah. That he just we're, we're he gonna messes show it up. You, we're going to show you the last ten seconds yeah. of like five days. Yeah, back to back to back to yeah, back. Yeah, and because he just messes up like well, so many times when, when he like kills himself a bunch of times too. Yeah, like yeah, and that's again, like they, they, do, they like, blow a like a week right there of just him murdering himself yeah. in like in like a minute and a half of movie time. Like, yeah, exactly. You know, they just cut out all exactly. the stuff that, that's um, not important. You know? What do you think about uh, Andy McDowell in this? Oh, Andy McDowell's great. I really like Andy McDowell as an actress. Um, I I'm, do as well. I think that... I'm always disappointed, like, she's not in, like... Well, yep. You know. I, I brought this up for a reason, well, because I was going to address that very point. Um, what I find really cool about it is, obviously, she's very beautiful. She was a model before she was an actress. Mm-hmm. Um, she has a very, like... She's not the typical kind of, like, starlet. Like, like oh, just kind of, like oh yeah, she's hot type of thing. She mm-hmm. has a very classic beauty. Yes. Um, very, uh, like, specific to herself. Doesn't mm-hmm. look like anybody else. Um, but what I find interesting is uh, uh, on screen, I find her very, like, charming. Like, oh. She just has, like, a warmth and, mm-hmm. like, a charm that comes across um, that is usually the type of thing that, like, le- you get with, like, leading men more. And I'm not saying that like she's masculine in any way, no, no, like no. not at all. But what I'm saying is, is usually in movies you have the leading man is like the the charming, like 
the the guy the one you want to kind of like uh-huh. or be like and then like the leading lady is just like oh just like beautiful and yeah. just like attractive and, yeah, and yeah, you yeah. know blah 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 and and I think what's interesting about Annie McDowell is that yes obviously she is very beautiful but she has something something that is different mm-hmm. that is like I just find very I just enjoy seeing her on screen. Um, I think part of the thing of why, which uh, I mean, is perfect. Being like it makes like she's the mm-hmm. uh, leading, like like so that she has those qualities. Because mm-hmm. Bill Murray's character has none of those qualities. Yeah, <laughs> like at, at least initially. Yeah, like, no, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. It's definitely, definitely yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no warmth there. <laughs> yeah, um, I think that part of the reason why. Um, there's a couple of things. Part of the reason why I think that Annie McDowell didn't really maintain like a really big leading uh, career. Part of it, I think, is definitely um, the accent. Um, I know that was a big issue early really? on. It was a huge issue early on. They huh. dubbed her voice in because uh, one of the first things that that she got really known for was um, the uh, the Tarzan. Oh, the the Greystoke yeah Tarzan movie with with Christopher Lambert. Um, they, they dubbed her voice in that because apparently, like in Hollywood and stuff like that, they were just like, "Oh, they didn't want because she has oh, like a oh, southern." Oh, the irony of having your voice accent. dubbed yeah, in a yeah. movie with Christopher Lambert, yeah, who's almost unintelligible, but, that, but he was playing Tarzan, so it didn't matter. That was the whole that was the trick of it. But, but like you know, I, I I just know that that was like a big thing, and I know that that has been addressed as being a thing where you know she doesn't have that like turn it off type of thing and yeah. it's such a distinctive kind of voice that it's just Hollywood you know that's yeah. they're, they're uh, unfortunately there's just certain things where they just you know it's hard to be a leading person with that kind of voice yeah. that kind of accent um, you know usually you're just going to get like pigeonholed into character type yeah. of roles where it's like oh we need the southern character um, another part I mean, I'm going to say her accent's not all that noticeable in this in this, in, in this Another movie. part of it I like... Like, it's not like, oh my god, that crazy accent she's got, like... No, but you have to understand, I mean, Hollywood is weird yeah, about these yeah, things. Yeah. But another part of it, I think, and, and probably the biggest thing, is because another part of Hollywood is, especially with with women, with actresses, the age thing is a big deal. And they're, it's generally very ageist about that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And she didn't really be, even start acting pretty much... Uh, until like her thirties, yeah. So you look at like a movie like this, where it's you have a romantic comedy, and your romantic leads are like you know uh, Annie McDowell. I think was about thirty five at this point. Yeah. Bill Murray was forty three, something yeah, like that, yeah, yeah. early forties. But that's fine. Um, like like Hollywood people are like a forty five year old guy. That's fine. Right, exactly. It's, the point I'm that's making the problem. is that yeah, yeah. by that point you're kind of reaching the. Mm. And so I think that's part of it, and it's unfortunate. Um, you know, but that's. That's the reality yeah. of how it works. Um, so I think that that's part of it is that she just started enacting uh, quite late, relatively yeah. speaking. Um, so it was just a, a naturally shortened career because mm-hmm. because of that. Um, anyways, I just wanted to briefly talk yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I like any. I, I thought like that any, was an interesting like point. Lot, if you, um, uh, multiplicity yes. yep. was done very soon after this. Same basic team. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, Harold Ramis uh-huh. doing it and everything. And again, she kind of played the same sort of Sort of part, um, 
with uh, Which Michael Keaton as the Michael Keaton multiplicity. Yeah, I'll, that's the clone one. Yeah, right? the clone one. I have yeah. not seen that one in a long you time. You should because I really you should because it's yeah. kind of like a spiritual. I remember a tr- bits and pieces of it. It's but. kind of like a spiritual successor to Groundhog Day in many ways. Yeah, yeah. You know, it has that that kind of fantastical twist to it. You know, it has the it, a lot of the similar aspects. Anyway, what's, what's the movie? Side note here: What's the mm-hmm. movie? Oh, Virtuosity? With Denzel Washington Mm -hmm. and Russell Crowe. Right. That's that's Virtuosity. Okay. Right. Okay. That's another Virtuosity and Multiplicity. Okay. I often get the name. When I think of people say Multiplicity, I often think of Virtuosity. No, Virtuosity, yeah. That's where he's the AI that's made up of all the worst killers. Yeah, I've seen that not that long ago. It's not that great. (laughs) <laughs> that's that's a big thing for you to say about a Denzel Washington. Movie. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, another thing I want to mention here: um, when he goes to see, uh, he goes to see a doctor oh, yeah. with the Harold Ramis cameo. Yeah. Which uh, rest in peace, Mister Ramis. Mm-hmm. Um, very sad, um, but uh, it's always great to see him in there because he doesn't act a lot, or he didn't. No. He, by this point, he wasn't acting he, very yeah, much yeah. at all. Um, he was mostly concentrating on uh, directing. Um, that was interesting because he wasn't supposed to actually do that part, but like they just couldn't. Like the guy who was supposed to do it didn't show up, or like something yeah. happened where it fell through, and it was like a last minute thing where it's just like, oh well, I guess I'll step in and do it. And it's <laughs> I, great can put because, a, I can put a coat and a white coat and a stethoscope. Yeah, on. <laughs> yeah, and it's great because obviously he's awesome. Yeah, you know, if you go back to like Ghostbusters and mm-hmm. stuff like that, um, and apparently um, they had a lot of trouble working together him and Bill Murray on oh. this and it was a bit of like a falling out oh, and they, wow. they weren't on good terms for like many years after and they, they never worked together again after this um, but they kind of slowly kind of you know um, reconciled a little bit and, and by the time that Harold Ramis died like they were you know they were they were cool with each other you know but it was never it was never the same mm. so um, another thing I've always thought was really interesting is um you know there's like the two guys that he has the he talks with and then he gets yeah. in the car yeah yeah the two the, the trucks with, the two down yeah, like where, kind of town loser yeah, where, where they guys, go yeah. on the train tracks and stuff like that so one thing i rule i agree with <laughs> exactly now what's funny about that is it's always i've always thought uh that that character's name is gus yeah and i've always thought that because he's they're like super super drunk mm-hmm. and uh Bill, Bill Murray's driving on, he drives on the train tracks, and there's the whole, like, thing where he's going on the spiel about, like, you know, the rules. And yeah. We're not, not going to live their rules but, anymore. Yeah, exactly, yeah. all that stuff. And, and then he says the thing about, like, you know, don't drive on the train tracks. And then Gus has this moment where he, like, he kind of, like, suddenly sobers up. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, uh, Phil, that's when I happen to agree with. When he says that, he sounds exactly like Dan Aykroyd. And it's a weird, I know it's huh. a weird comparison, but like because they, they were in stuff together, like yeah, in Ghostbusters yeah. and stuff like that. If you go back to Ghostbusters, watch the scene from Ghostbusters with Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd talking to each other, and then watch that little bit in Groundhog Day, the voice is exactly the same. Wow. It's, it's uncanny. Yeah. But it's just for that one line. And I don't know what it is. It's just huh. something that's always stood out to me as just like, Wow. Like, that's so weird. And I'm not the type of person to normally, like, make those kind of characters or notice those kinds of things. So that's a big thing. Um, And then that leads to the uh, the too early for flapjacks line. Too early for flapjacks. Which has always been one of those ones that, like, I use so often in life. Like, 
you know, whenever it's something like, you know, oh, it's, you know, whatever. Yeah. You know, oh, it's really early or, you know, too early for flat, whatever. Um, let's see. I just got a couple more things here. Um, I've already, uh, oh, um, uh, one thing I really like is there's the part where when he is getting into his like super depressive phase and it's the first time that he kind of decides like, I, I have to end this. Yeah, like, this yeah. is horrible. And it's where like he steals the truck with the groundhog. Oh yeah. Yeah. That whole sequence is, and he goes and he, they go on the big chase and he like drives off the cliff and stuff. Well, before that. He goes to Rita. Well, Phil kidnaps Phil. Yeah. He goes to Rita and he has this line where he says, um, where he says, uh, I've come to the end, Rita. No, I've come to the end hey. of me, Rita. There's no way out now. I just want you to remember we had a beautiful day together once. Because this is after he's a tried to do the things of like going, like getting in sort of with her and like, you know, he yep. he's starting to like kind of be in love, fall in love with her, but but he hasn't. It all starts to fall apart. But he hasn't gotten himself to where he needs to be to actually be yeah. with her. Well, he tries and to force it too much. And yeah. Exactly. Yes, thank you. Uh, but what I love about it is he has this thing where he's like, I've come to the end of you, Rita. There's no way out now. I just want you to remember that we had a beautiful thing together once. And then he leaves. And of course, she doesn't remember. No, of course not. So I'm when not. he says, I just want you to remember we had a beautiful day together, it's completely His delivery her. of that I love line. It. Uh, is so like matter of fact yeah. and dead deadpan. deadpan. Yeah. Uh, it again going back to Scrooge. It reminds me when he's talking to the crazy homeless people in the yeah. shelter, and he's like, he talks about like, um, you know, when, he, when he's pretending to be the the guy that they oh, think right. he yeah, is. Yeah. He delivers a line in that exact same deadpan, like like he's. Like it's um, like he almost like he's quoting somebody else, mm. like the the delivery of it, and and yeah, but, no, that is a, that is great. Line I just saw yeah. that was always particularly yeah, because of course she's no, she's never because gonna, he walks she has no away, idea. He says that and walks away like so serious, yeah. so sincere about mm. it, and she has no idea what he's talking mm. about because it's in from different yeah. loops. I love that. I mean, that is it is sort of like the one. Uh, I guess I don't know. The, the, I was about to say flaw, but that's not the word I'm looking for. Right. Where like in a more a, I guess it could be played for comedy effect. Uh, but in a more like less comedic version of this, the character would consistently be like, remember yesterday yeah, or yeah, remember. Yeah. But of course, and of course, the longer that goes on, the more you're going to be like. Yeah, which, and then which, like, which time did that? Yeah, happen? yeah. Which when did was... that happen? You know, has that happened yet? You know, and and you you'd be referencing things, and it happens a couple of times in this movie, um, and mostly with Andy McDowell's character, and a lot of it is just she does does like a like a what are you talking about face? You know, but yeah. like in reality, you could see that kind of thing just happening over and over and over again. You tripping over trying to like remember, yeah. you know. Well, that's um, part of like what I was talking about with the he seems to have an extraordinary yeah like, exactly memory exactly yeah. you know no matter how much time passes for him. <laughs> when he goes around the diner and says something about all the people yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Um, and then this leads to of course one of the funniest parts which we quote a lot is the yeah. uh, the whole when he goes over the cliff oh yeah yeah, yeah. and then the whole he might still be okay and then the huge <laughs> explosion fireball that comes as the out explode yeah. <laughs> and then, oh well no probably not now uh, yeah yeah um. And then the other Again, Chris Elliott's delivery on that yeah, is yeah. just so like he's awesome. 
or it's the same delivery he does when they go to the morgue yeah, yeah. after he jumps to he's his death. He's a dad. really great guy. Re- really. I really like him. <laughs> just a lot. Just like who who is he talking? Who is he saying that dude? It's almost like he's trying to convince either himself or he's like trying to lie to the audience about it or yeah, something like I love it. It's yeah. It's awesome. Yep. Um the only other thing I really had to mention of of course is uh um, years and years and years and years and years and years and years went by of watching this thing a million yeah. times. Yeah. Before I, I realized that the the whole Debbie and Fred, the two young yeah, young yeah, couple yeah. that are getting married and they're going to WrestleMania, going to WrestleMania, <laughs> and then realizing that the that Fred was played by Michael Shannon. Yeah. A very 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 young Michael Shannon. Yeah. Like long after I knew who he was, I never put those two and two together it, there. And then one day it was just like bing. Like what the hell? I I think it was like maybe a couple of years ago when we watched it mm-hmm. together. Yeah, like you said it. You yeah. were like Michael Shannon, and like the dots. We connected the dots, and you were like, "Oh my god!" And I was like, "You're totally right. It's a super young Michael. Holy cow!" You know. Um, I think what it was is I I what it was I believe how I originally found out is I was just looking at. Like Michael Shannon stuff, oh yeah, like yeah, IMDb yeah. or whatever, and I was like, "Wait, Groundhog Day? <laughs> yeah, Fred? He was in Groundhog Day? Who? He was? And, exactly. yeah. and I had, and then I literally had to go back and like look at it and and be like, oh my god, it is. Yeah, yeah. I would never recognize. And it's funny because um, that happened. Uh, a really big example of that, which blew my mind, um, because these are movies that I've been watching like for my whole life, much longer mm. than Groundhog Day. Is um, how uh, uh, in Batman in '89, Batman, right. uh, the corrupt detective Eckhart uh, is the same actor who was um, Porkins in Star Wars, and he's done so other it things. Is. So it is. Things. He was also the the government guy uh, in uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark that give brings the mission to get the Ark to. Uh, to oh gosh, I haven't seen that in a long time. To, yeah, I to, can't uh, visualize that character, but I can totally visualize yeah. from from Batman. Holy uh, crap! That, to to um, that's right. Yeah, to Indiana Jones. Jones he, yeah, he brings yeah. the the mission to get the Ark to Indiana Jones. Oh. He's like the government guy. Anyways, I never. I've been watching all those movies mm-hmm. my entire life, pretty much. You know, obviously Batman being one of the more recent, but uh, that's still really old. You know, that's still 26 20, years old, 20, 7 yeah, yeah. years old. Um, I never put those together until one day, like, I was looking at some stuff online and stuff and mentioned it, and I, it blew my mind. Like, Sometimes it's where you don't, especially, like, I mean, seriously, how, how Porkins is in, like, what, 8 seconds of Star Wars? I know, but, but it's always been a big deal to me because he's a, he's the... the, the big fat guy. He's the one, he's the one fat X-Wing also pilot, named his name is Porkins. Yeah. Like, to me, that's just very um, memorable. It, it's one of those... No when offense you to see, fat people. No, but when you see, it's, like, him out of the environment that yeah. you expect to see him, yeah. you don't draw the... You don't draw the, the yeah, no, there. I just thought it was funny. It's one of those neat pieces of trivia. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah I just thought it was funny. Anyways, no, this... this really Groundhog, Groundhog Day, Day is one of those, like, this falls on my, like... I rate this movie 100%. Like, mm-hmm. there is... I have no flaws with this What's movie. What's wrong with it? Yeah, exactly. Um, I would have to ask somebody that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody yeah. would be like, like, oh, I don't really like it. 
Why? Like, yeah. what's wrong with it? I do, well, my response I to mean, that is, when somebody tells me I don't really like Groundhog Day, I just say I don't really like you. I mean, if you don't <laughs> And then like I walk it, away because I have nothing for this. If you don't like it because those kind of movies just don't, like, appeal to you or whatever, that's different. Like, I'd be like, okay, fine. Yeah. We just can't really talk about Groundhog Day. Yeah, we can't be friends anymore. But <laughs> but if you were to say that it's not good or that there's something about it that's not good, I, I don't know what that would be. Mm-hmm. Like, I honestly... I mean, it, I mean, of course. Tell me, I like, mean, of course, you can nitpick stuff, but that's you can nitpick things in movies, and it of. doesn't like it has no. It, like, does that affect the movie as a whole? Like, yeah. oh sure, no. Like you're like, well, in that scene, the character was to the left, and then like there's when the camera of, cut back, he was to the right. There's and it's a lot like, of movies. So <laughs> there's a lot of movies that I love that you can nitpick that. Oh, hell for out. sure, for sure. But nitpicking but this movie, is yeah. Honestly, what's wrong with it? Yeah. Like, I I can't think of anything. Yeah. I honestly can't. So. Yeah. No, know. it's, it is a, it is a tremendously great movie. Uh, like you said, most people, most people have seen this movie. Um, well, I don't know what, like, most people yeah. in the world. But. No, but, but, I mean, most people who've seen, but I mean, you know. A good amount of people yeah. have seen it. Um, I'm sure it, it is well seen. I'm sure, like. I'm, you know, I don't have network television, but I'm sure on a lot of channels, this movie probably still airs every Groundhog Day on some channel out there. Sure. I don't know. You know, um, I it know. is one of, you know, I would put it as one of Bill Murray's best movies. Yeah. Um, uh, For sure. I'm one of Harold Ramis's best movies. You're starting to make me want to do the Bill Murray top, top five, five now because... He's we done. Do, he's done so many movies. We have a top five coming up. He's done so many, and well, we're doing the the Oscar thing for for our next one. Oh, is that is that what we're doing for the, the yeah. top five? Because the Oscars oh. are on in the, in this month, right? Yeah. Okay. I thought we. Were, I didn't realize the top five was the Oscar thing. I thought we were doing an Oscar, just an Oscar talk episode. Because mm. I don't know what to do for a top five Oscars. We're doing we're doing our personal picks for a top five of. Best Picture winners. Right! I had told... We talked about that. I totally forgot about it. Oh, thank goodness you reminded me. Yeah. All right. Well, that's terrific. Because that'll be easy to do because there's a lot of Oscar-y type movies that we're not really into. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so yeah, we'll yeah, have yeah, their particular yeah, picks yeah, on yeah, that. Yeah. No, that's... that's Yeah, great idea. Excellent. Uh, anyways. This movie should have won an Oscar. Yes, Oscar for Best <laughs> Awesome Movie. Best best Bill Murray Movie. <laughs> it's a category that's not in, in every year, but... Um, any yeah. closing thoughts on that? Uh, no, I mean, those were my closing thoughts. Like, this, yeah, I love this oh, movie. Oh, I guess they yeah. were, yeah. yeah All right, yeah. fair enough. All right. Uh, next up, we have uh, St. Vincent. Yeah. Um, which was written and directed by Theodore, I'm going to say Melfi, Melfi. Your guess is as good as mine. When I saw that come on the screen, I was like, sure. <laughs> uh, what do you think of, like, the credits, how it took, like, eight minutes for all the credits to come up? That was interesting. Uh, yeah, it's been a they long just, time. They just, they just slowly worked them in over, yeah. like, the first eight minutes of it, the movie. It's... It's been a long time, or not been a long time, it's it's been a while since, like... That was sort of interesting. Credits in front of a movie, kind of almost in any form, beyond, like, like just, like, a few big names, uh, it's, it's quite rare nowadays. So, seeing a movie where, like, the, the scene changes, they're still throwing names on the screen. Yeah, yeah I was well, like, oh, it did oh, it wow. very slowly. It was, like, yeah. a couple of names. Yeah. And then like a minute blah, passes, blah, blah. and a couple, couple names, names. And, yeah. yeah, yeah. But I, I looked at the timer, and it was like when Theodore Malfoy's final credit came up, with written and directed by or whatever. Yeah, it was like eight minutes into the movie. <laughs> um, it was released October 2014. 
it was just a limited release, though. It's more of like a film festival type of movie, which it, it has that feel. After watching it, I was like, "Damn." If this had gotten like a bigger release, I think it would have been a much bigger deal. Yeah, like, like well, for example, I I'm a big fan of Bill Murray. Fell on, fell I had no idea this movie even existed. Mm. I I I don't know how I missed it. There, I guess the trailers. If were just you look very... on like YouTube and stuff, there is a lot of press, like interviews and all kinds of stuff for it. But I don't really remember much about it. And it, 2014 wasn't that long ago. It was released. <laughs> it was it was debuted. I think at like the Toronto Film Festival, if I'm not mistaken. And, and it just had, like, a limited release. Something else must um, have had my attention at that time or something. I think they That's... said on the wiki, they said, like, it was released on Netflix in France or something. <laughs> sure. Uh, so, yeah. It, it, but, like, watching it, I was like, man, this is the kind of thing that would have gotten a lot more attention if it had, it had, had a yeah. real release. And what was what really blew me away was it had a limited release. It did really well. I think what it said was uh, it made like forty three million or something off like for a, a limited off release, like film. a fourteen million budget, or maybe it was like thirty four million or something. But it had like a fourteen million budget, and it did like it profitable like on, on a limited release. Yeah. So I mean, if it had gotten a proper release, like it probably could. I been, wonder if it was just like a timing just, thing. They just or just couldn't... like there was a lot of competition at that yeah, time. Yeah, they, they just didn't couldn't want to put it in, in a big release because it would yeah. have just been crushed. But I mean, but at the same time, like, but it could hold, hold it off. Like when you say it came out October. Um, yeah, October. Dump it in the spring. Yeah. Bring it post-Christmas. Perfect January yeah. movie. Yeah, know? it's weird. It's not like there's anything else in the theater. Anyway, um, I don't have a ton of notes about this, um, other than just, I, I, I really liked it. Yeah. Um, it's not my kind of movie normally. I'm not really, Dude, uh, okay, I'm, I'm it's sure. It's one of these kind of, like, hipstery sort of dramedy things dramedy and that's not really it's, my bag it's interesting because this movie like I felt it had like and I think because it's a like because of like this movie is a 2014 movie mm-hmm. it has that yeah a little bit of the hipstery kind of um, a lot of indie indie music. film and I yeah. feel that's like a, a bit of a product of its time if this movie had come out 10 years ago it would have had it would have been the same style of movie just with a slightly different feel and it would have been whatever the that feel of that yeah. time is like this was always going to have that kind of yeah. that, I, I don't know of its time I'm feel not, I'm not, but yeah, um, not familiar and like I'm, I think you've seen uh, this movie but I had a bit of um, like by the especially by like sort of about a halfway to three quarters way through the movie I had a bit of um, um, as good as it gets okay. uh, vibe to this movie Hmm. Um, sure where, like it's sort of a similar plot arc a similar you know yeah, e- I can see I where mean, you're going main back. character like a real piece of work at but the start I mean, of this. But film. that's exactly that makes the exact kind of point that I'm trying to make, which yeah. is that like that's a movie that was a huge, yeah, huge success, success. Had Oscar uh, yeah. attention for the for its stars and things like that. But there's this a movie, movie didn't have that, any that, of that movie kind of got stuff. so much press early, yeah. despite me going. I like Greg Kinnear, I like Jack Nicholson, I like um, uh, uh, Helen Hunt. All the press around that movie made me go. I don't want to see this film. Yeah. And then when I did see it, I was like, oh no, that's a good movie. You know, yeah. but it was like really like, like, like too much well, press. We, made we me talked not about, see we it. talked about <laughs> that kind of with like, um, Ex Machina. Ex Machina. Yeah. The trailer was kind of like, oh, that doesn't look like anything. Yeah. Good, anything. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah. it's weird how sometimes good movies can be marketed really badly. Yeah. 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 Well, sometimes you get the, or, or vice versa. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be that kind of film and that's not yeah. it. And, and then, then it's like, it, oh wait, like, they wait. left out all the stuff that I really wanted to. They marketed it. Yeah. In a way. Yeah. No, for sure. It's another movie where like this movie is 
I mean, other than kind of the, the character arcing, mm-hmm. like, this movie is all driven by dialogue. And tons of just great dialogue and character yeah. interaction. Um, I didn't want to go overboard, uh, as with, with Groundhog Day, but I did make... A, I noted mm-hmm. a couple, just because they really, really stood out. Um, but the first thing that really got me on this was... Uh, the sort of voice slash kind of accent yeah. that Bill Murray kind of went with for this. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Yeah. I thought it was really... Uh, he, I think he's probably... He drew a, little, drew a little bit on his, like, the often very unheard New York accent. Yeah, yeah. It's do. very yeah. kind of Brooklyn, kind yeah. of, you know. But I just thought it, it had an interesting kind of twist to it that was just a little bit different mm-hmm. than what we normally hear. And I thought that was sort of interesting. Yeah. It helped kind of distinguish the character a little bit more. Um... Uh, I was re- I I, re- I was impressed. Although she ended up being a much smaller part of the movie than I thought she was going to be, I was impressed with Melissa McCarthy. Yes, in this because she played it like a real person. Yeah, I, I was about to say I, like it blew me away because I was the just casting like, in this movie when you, when is you great, see... and she's she's a mom. She's yeah. a, a mom. She plays it just like a real person, and you see all these like obviously she has a huge career right now. Yeah, but she's doing all these mainstream. Like, she's becoming, like, like a, you know, she's, like, in that sort of, like, um, Adam Sandler kind, yes. of, kind of realm of, of, like, the kinds of movies. And I she's know doing. she's better than that and because like, of movies like this and other movies I've seen her yeah, in. Yeah, well, I even mean, just remembering her back in Gilmore Girls and yes, stuff. It's well, like, yeah, you yeah. You know what I mean? Like, she's a real actor who can yeah. do things. And, and like, I'm going to blame that damn wedding movie. Which, yeah, because it was so popular. I, I like that just, movie. Yeah, I know what you mean. But though. and I feel that movie actually had a bad effect on everybody in it because it's all any it of those really people. Do. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I guess if she likes and, doing and those that's films, why, that's like, fine. I'm, I'm you know. kind of interested to see. Like, I'm going to give a chance to like the new Ghostbusters thing. Yeah, yeah, sure. Because that's kind of the yeah. same people that did that, and it's a lot of the same people in it. Looking um, at the casting of Ghostbusters, you know, just as an aside, mm-hmm. that movie will not fail on the casting. Mm-hmm. That movie will fail on its writing. Yeah. Um, because there's nothing wrong with the people they've cast. No, I, I'm um, fine with it in terms of, like, yeah. like conceptually, it's yeah, fine. Yeah. It's just a matter of will it be executed well. Yeah. But my point is, like, before we get off on a huge tangent. Remember, as much as we love Ghostbusters, 50% of all Ghostbuster movies are bad. That's true. That is, so you that's have to true. be careful Yeah, that's that. very true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I was just really impressed because I, I mm-hmm. was, like, I, I was, like, she plays it so real yeah. in this. Yeah. and. Um, there's like, there's still humor, but it's, it's like real person humor. Yeah. And like the part where she has like the breakdown, uh, with the, at the school, yeah. but all the problems and stuff. I mean, that's just like, that was very, (laughs) that scene is great with the, the pastor and the teacher and the, again, like pastor principal and the teacher and the, and she just, she can't stop herself. Yeah. And she just just goes through everything and just completely, they're just like, yeah, we don't know what she just completely crumbles. Yeah. And but it was like it just felt really real, mm-hmm. and uh, she did a great job. But yeah. like I say, I was expecting like it was gonna be like, you know, just the way from like even just looking at like the cover, of, oh like, yeah. the, the disc, it, 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 and it's like Bill Murray, but Melissa McCarthy, and then like this kid, yeah. and then you're just like, oh, so those are, like the leads of the thing. And she ended up being not really in the movie no, very much, much you know. which 
was kind of the point because yeah. the whole thing is is that she's working so hard she's yeah. not around and that which leads to the rest of the story mm-hmm. but um yeah i was i was like wow like she's really not in it very much i mean uh, she, out of curiosity did you watch the trailer for this no, I know me. No, I, yeah, okay, yeah. I know you're you, you tend to just to see how they're presented. Yeah, I, I, I I usually I try I to watch do. them after, and on this um, one I didn't because I'm curious actually how they presented her in the trailer. Yeah, actually. that would be interesting. Uh, um, Chris O'Dowd is hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Um, he plays like the teacher priest guy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> when the kid goes, it's his first day in class. Yeah, and you know, Lord's asks the leader, and then he's like. He's, uh, was, I think I'm Jewish. I think I'm Jewish. Yeah. And so he's and so and then we he goes through the class. We have a yeah. yeah but everybody's got a, a but everybody's got a like a little like this is I think I'm Jewish. We've got the I'm sure I'm Buddhist. <laughs> yeah. The uh, like everybody's yeah. got the little no, like thing to go with. Chris there. Was, was amazing. He's yeah. he's hilarious. I mean, it's a small role, but yeah. you know, it's it's yeah, he's awesome. Um, if anybody ever gets a chance to check out the show Moon Boy. Yes, that he did. Yeah, um, it's, very good. It's really cool, especially for like people of our generation because it's yeah. set like late eighties, early nineties. Mm-hmm. Because it's about basically yeah. like I mean, I think yeah, it's uh, about basically what he was like as a kid. kid yeah. So it's like Ireland in the late eighties, early nineties. I think you know, uh, yeah, definitely, definitely check a movie. I think a lot of people know Chris Eddowd either from like well, a lot of the Melissa McCarthy comedies and stuff like that, or from the IT crowd. Right. Yeah. That's what most people most people know him from the especially IT in North America. Because he's an Irish actor, but yep. that's sort of the yep. big thing that that crossed over. Yeah, I've never seen it myself, yeah. but I know of it. Yeah, and that's that was probably the big crossover yeah. thing. Yeah, because um, that was pretty long. That's running. what brought him to sort of audiences here. here. Yeah, and there's like 25 episodes or something like that. It's which is, yeah, it's not hard to breeze through uh, those. Yeah. Well, yes and no, but I mean, like, but for a British actor, yeah, 25 episodes on one show shows is a, lot. a lot. Yeah, <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Uh, or I should. Wow, that was. I, I recant my. I realized like there's a big difference between British and Irish. I'm sorry, Irish actor. Yeah, that was I just misspoke. Um, it's he works in British television yeah. all the time. That's why I said that. Um, well, I, I guess that the, technically I the that makes him a British, British yeah. actor. He's an Irish. I know, British but I wasn't actor. trying to imply yeah. he's not. I realize he's from actual uh, Ireland. Well, that's because they don't have TV in Ireland. So <laughs> but his career, you have to, he'd have to. Act his career else. was made doing British yeah. shows, so that's that's why I said that. That's just to make um, that clear. Um, the, uh, the kid, we were, tw- oh, I will say, yep. we were 20, probably 20 minutes into this movie mm-hmm. before I realized who Naomi Watts was. Yeah. Well, that's why I bought the movie. What a transformation. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, to be fair, I, I don't, like, Naomi Watts. Pretty shallow character, it, but. No, but I mean, like, in terms of, like, I didn't recognize her. Cool. All right. Like, I mean, I see lots of stuff with Naomi Watts in it. Yeah. And then I was like. I think it was the right away the accent thing because I wasn't expecting it. Yeah. I was like, oh, there's this other actress. And then I was like, I thought Naomi Watts was. <laughs> Naomi Watts is that. Yeah. <laughs> and explode, you know? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I mean, obviously, I've mentioned before, I mean, yeah. Naomi Watts is my favorite actress. Um, yeah. That's the reason I have the movie because mm. um, anytime that I can get a good price on a movie with Naomi Watts in it, it's pretty much an automatic buy. Um, but are you saying you only like Naomi Watts when she's cheap? I, I, I generally only, only buy, like movies when they're I cheap. I only buy anything yeah, when they're yeah, cheap, yeah, yeah. unless it makes sense for yeah. for like very particular things where you buy movies like I buy video games when they're on sale. Yeah, like I bought a few movies at like a full price because yeah. I knew that there were things that weren't going to go down in price yeah, anytime yeah, yeah. soon, or you wanted to watch them now, yeah. kind of thing. Like yeah. I finally picked up Ant Man. 
recently because I was like, okay, it's just not dropping. Yeah, yeah. And it's probably going to be like a year or two before it drops. And it's like, yeah. I want my damn Ant-Man. Um, but, um, yeah, uh, the kid actor in this, um, Jaden, excuse me, Jaden Lieberer. Yeah. Is really good. So good. I was really impressed with him. Uh, apparently I'm not alone in that cause that's generally the reaction yeah. to his role has been. Um, I was afraid when they, cause when they first introduce him, mm-hmm. um, like his first line in the movie is like very sarcastic. Um, and I, I thought it was going to be like, well, this is going to be like an unlikable, like obnoxious, sarcastic kid. They like that. they were going to play That's him off. Kind of movie it, I, it, it was a few minutes in the movie. I hadn't okay. realized right, it at that point. Enough. And I was like, I was like, oh boy. And then like immediately when you next meet the kid, yeah, like they they they, they remove that. I thought it was doubt. great. Like, no, he was, great. He, he was he was really fine. good. Uh, he he's like clearly one of those like smart beyond his years kind of kids who's. Like a, a a very good job of making him a product of his family situation, his school situation, yeah. his life situation. Like a very believable product. Of yeah. Those. Well, he's a good actor, basically. Yeah. Yeah. He's a very good child actor, yeah. and and hopefully, uh, continues to that more. Vein. Yeah. Yeah. He he was great. Um, I really this is like I said, I didn't write down too many lines, but this is one of the things that I put down because I thought it was really really good. Was the uh, the whole thing about uh, we had sushi. Oh yeah, and yeah. Like, and it, I made a note like, about it's that. Like, it's like, oh, uh, he's like, I already ate. You know, we had sushi, and his mom, Melissa McCarthy's character, is like, it's like sushi, and he's like, well, sardines, but he called it sushi, and I didn't want to hurt his feelings. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just love it, and just coming out of like this kid saying these kind of lines is great. Mm-hmm. Um, I love when he. Well, it's that literally you have a kid that talks kind of like an adult, but just but like the way they phrase it yeah. is like a kid yeah. and that's well they're just like know. a smart kid i mean mm-hmm. kids some kids well, are just on the ball like you know? for like the the good probably first half of the movie how we just sir at the end of everything yeah. like it's very plays like, very almost like pleasant. yeah like it's got, it's like he's he's got that um like unconsciously politeness about him yeah, it's great you know yeah um i love the whole thing where um with the with the where he needs to call make the call and uh, Vincent gives him the, the, the dime. dime, and he's like, "It costs more than the dime. What's wrong with this country, or whatever?" Yeah. Well, and then he dumps like his ashtray in the car right. on his lap with like, so it's got all the change and stuff, but it's like all the like cigarette butts and yeah. stuff all over and stuff too. Yeah. How long is that it? to a kid? Like, how long horrible. has it costed more than a dime since before I was born? born. Yeah, <laughs> you know? that's right, because that's the one that leads to the like, you know, what's what's wrong with this, this country, country or whatever. Yeah, um, but yeah, that was great. Um, I, I just was like, wow, that's 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 really um, mm-hmm. that's really interesting. Um, but um, and then the other thing kind of relates to the whole similar thing because there's the whole thing where he's getting he's getting bullied. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. And th- there's that whole interaction, and then he has the whole thing where he's like, "I'm small," if you haven't noticed. And and he and Vince is just like, well, you know, that doesn't matter. Like Hitler was small. Yeah. And then he's what just like, that's, com- he's just like, that's a horrible comparison. It's the worst comparison. Yeah. Yeah. Oliver's just like, that's a horrible comparison. Yeah. I love that. Um, so, yeah. Uh, let's look through my notes here. Oh, with the going back to the Chris O'Dowd when he's kids introducing himself and he's talking about the the students there and the, the one of the lines where he's like, and I don't know, which seems to be the fastest growing religion. Yeah. Yeah. I was very tempted to do that in an Irish accent. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, um, but yeah, yeah. uh, yeah. but yeah, it, it's, it's definitely, um, 
I mean, that's pretty much. What I mean, you. I, I mean, what uh, I have for notes, but like, I really enjoyed it. It's uh-huh. not my kind of movie normally. Um, I'm not usually big on these kind of like dramedy feel good. Sort of, well, I mean, it was very feel good by the yeah. end, and I'm yeah. I'm down with that. Oh yeah, but just typically, there's always these. You know, I don't really know how to say it, but it's like these are not the kinds of movies mm-hmm. I usually watch. But I liked this one a lot. I I feel um, it's one of those where. Uh, you see where the movie's going. Like, I mean, it, it's a bit obvious. Short of them throwing in the, like, sometimes these movies have the, the like, twist at the end that you're not quite expecting. But this movie, I feel unfortunately, like, and eh, not unfortunately, but the name of the movie being called St. Vincent kind of, I, I hate to use Telegraphs the word. Telegraphs it a bit. It, 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 yeah, it, it doesn't, it like betrays the, the movie a little. But, but then, alternatively, what else are you going to call this movie? <laughs> like, really, like... But here's, it fits it to a T almost too well, and, which and, is maybe the problem. And here's actually something that I thought was interesting about it. Something that did kind of distinguish it a bit. Mm-hmm. There's the whole thing with him having the stroke. Yeah. Now, most movies, either that would happen very early in the movie, and a lot of the movie would be about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or it would happen, like, right near the end. And that well, that's what I mean. That would be the and twist. that would be the twist. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like... These kinds of movies often even, like, that character would actually die. Yeah, and, and then, that would be, like... And then it would be the For thing. sure the worst... The way the worst twist is, always, yeah. And, but that would be, like, the very cliche thing, yeah. which then he, he does the tribute to him at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, like, I love the fact that the stroke happened, like... You know, it's basically, like, the midway point sort of the halfway movie. Through. Yeah, yeah. So it was, like... Well, it's a crescendo to everything that is going yeah. on between him and the kid and the mom but, and but I like the girl. The fact uh, that I can't remember the name of Watts' character, but Daka, Daka, and Daka. It's it's the crescendo of that like when all of that you're like, oh my god, how are they going to resolve like all this yeah. stuff? His gambling problem. How, how are they going to resolve all this? St- oh, that that's how they're going to resolve yeah. it. He's going to have a stroke. But, but what's interesting about it is that they did it. They left enough time so that they could kind of deal with it as a full yeah, plot. Yeah. Like as a full plot line, for sure, without just making it be a cheap, a cheap twist mm-hmm. at the end, like a lot of movies would do. But they did it late enough so that that's not what the whole movie movie's was about. about. Yeah, and you already had a chance to get yeah. to know the characters and to get to know the situation well, before it happened. Exactly, it was a so good. I, I thought it was, it was really yeah, good. It was great. Like, um, balance. It was, there. it was a good way for them to also show the audience how much, like, by that point, sort of in the plot, the other characters cared about him. Yeah, like even. Even uh, uh, Melissa McCarthy's character, yeah. who, like, liked slash hated him yeah. for, for various reasons. Yeah, yeah. But he was the kind of person that... Well, and he... also, she was... I think it, it also was a part of her character, too, because here she is. She's working at the hospital. Yeah. These ridiculous hours and stuff uh, to try to provide for her son. But the byproduct of that is she, she never spends the... any time with them. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. she's kind of, like neglecting him in a way but just because I mean, it's a, it's a so problem that him. a lot of people can identify with absolutely you know? and what i think is interesting about that is because it's like she is like a natural like caregiver and mm-hmm. she does care about people and care about things she just like never has time because it's always yeah. that thing of trying to stay ahead of you know you're always like behind the eight ball and it's mm-hmm. just that was yeah that yeah. was really cool yeah they, they do a great job of like of his character throughout the film like of even though, like, the he doesn't evolve a lot as a character, your opinion of him evolves as mm. you find out more about him. Yeah. Because when you and first meet him, you're like, this guy's a real piece of work. Well, and, and, and then, like, mm-hmm. as it goes on, you realize, 
you're it's more sad than anything. It's yeah. that kind of like borderline pathetic. Yeah. And, and then and then like when you like for example when you find out about his wife. Yeah. Then you're really just cool. like that is one of the, the the this movie also does a number of times does that Pulls on the heartstrings oh, yeah, a little yeah. bit. Oh, you know? I mean, like, well, especially towards the end, like, no, this, oh, the, the scene when where he loses all the money. Yeah, but when when Oliver like when he gambles away all the money that he won, and you're just like, no, don't, no. Like, when, when, when Oliver does his big presentation oh, yeah, yeah, about yeah. you know the, Saints, the whole yeah. Saint Vincent thing, um, that's where it really like, uh-huh. well, man, that's that 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 definitely got me pretty choked up. Because just the way it's presented, mm-hmm. and I love the fact that that the movie doesn't make apologies for Vincent's bad qualities. No, but it just shows that like there's more to people than yeah. what oh, you yeah. might initially think, and that you know you see all the good that he does, and the movie lays it out really well in, in the end there, like with Oliver's presentation, um, and it's like. There's the the complexity of mm-hmm. like how people are where you can Well this movie does a great job of presenting the characters in like full dimensions. Yeah. Like Cause, these are not one note characters. You can sort of look at it and you can just look at it on the surface level of just like, oh wow, he's like a total jackass. Yeah. Like he's terrible. But then when you look deeper into it and then it's like you look at like how he handled things with his wife and mm-hmm. how he's handled things with Oliver and et cetera, et cetera. And it's just like um, that complexity and stuff, and and it kind of makes you think twice about, you know, just labeling people in such a simple way as like mm-hmm. this person's good, this person's bad, this person, you know. I, I mean, huh, I think that's part of the like movie as a whole. Like yeah. even like, I mean, she's a, a secondary character, not a side character, but a secondary character, Daka, yeah. who you're just like initially, you're just like she's almost like if you don't know mm-hmm. like her. her you know Naomi Watts is you know so who you know Naomi Watts right, is right. a lead actress yeah. uh, or, or uh, in other films and stuff mm-hmm. you're like oh she's a kind of like a a one and done like what's her role in this it can't be that big just yeah. because how they initially present her and then I mean it, it, how she just she's always there for him regardless yeah. like and you're like you get to the point where you're like oh you initially because you initially think oh he's the his once a week girl and then like. She's just there, kind of like all the time, and yeah, well, you know, think... and then like he does things for her, and she does like you know, I stroke. She cleans up his house, yeah, and you're just like, oh, like you see the genuine like, um, uh, uh, uh relationship between these characters is more than just yeah. like a very one note. Which even is, though if like... this was a much. If this was a even though like, written, she needs the money and he needs, needs money, money and yeah. everybody needs money and that's yeah. just like the a he needs of, money for his, yeah because he needs money for his wife to, he needs money for everything I mean, oh yeah, well, just yeah. A, and, I mean that's just a fact and of, he has of a the life horrible gambling addiction um, that's just, you know that's just yeah. a fact of, of life and mm-hmm. um, I think that it's really interesting because it, it, all of the characters are kind of it's all about like how they all have flaws mm-hmm. that you know I guess except like Oliver kind of because he's like an innocent kid but but like they all kind of have flaws and yeah. it's like seeing through that to like the deeper level of like you know just because somebody has flaws doesn't mean that they can't be a good person or yeah whatever, no know? no exactly yeah so that was interesting no no this um, um and i love the very the ending um where the entire end credits is just like him sitting in front of the house and singing along to uh shelter from the storm which mm-hmm. is like one of my favorite bob dylan songs 
and with his, just with the Walkman, with like the old school like Walkman, like from yeah. it's, it looks like the Walkman from like uh, from like yeah, well, Guardians the, of the Galaxy. You know? It's got the little like shoulder strap where it's like almost like a yeah. like under the like it's way yeah. too sh- small shoulder strap and yeah. it's the, the, the those old like those headphones that he's got like yeah. the last pair of those in reality broke <laughs> in like nineteen like ninety five. <laughs> Like, where did they find those headphones? <laughs> like, yeah, how are they... Because it's, yeah. it's the same sort of... Yeah, because like, he goes outside, like... And then she's like, I smell the cigarette, asshole! Yeah. And he's got to move away from the Ass- window. That's Daka's favorite. Yeah, yeah. She says far. asshole so yeah. many times. That's like... <laughs> she, 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 she's she got a lot of... up with, uh, with uh, Kevin Klein okay. from... from uh, from, <laughs> from Fish Called Wanda. Because, yeah. like, asshole is pretty much her catchphrase, uh, in this movie, yeah, she's oh, and she's got a lot of good lines in this. I mean, everybody's got a lot of good lines yeah. in this, like her and the kid. She definitely skirts that line of like oh, being over the top. Uh, her her, her accent, the accent and yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah. which, is which very, makes which very makes stereotypical so yeah. Russian accent. He's a stupid man. So the retard isn't far after he after he gets yeah. the stroke. She thinks he's not going to recover. I you know, say the R word. Yeah, it's not politically correct, and she doesn't even know what that means. Yeah, she's like, <laughs> what, what is politically correct? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. great. Um, but yeah, it definitely sk- it skirts that line a little bit of being yeah. a little over the top. Much like uh, when um, Vincent's recovering from the stroke, and it's like there's that real thin line of like, oh, like oh, he can't talk properly. Stroke, and... Well, the stroke acting, yeah, yeah, yeah. where it's like you don't want to cross that line to like where it being it's like a mockery, a parody of yeah, like yeah. stroke. You know how people stroke, and it's really difficult to do because it does have a real effect. Yeah, but. It's like you want to be realistic, mm-hmm. but not go too far with it to where it's comical. I think you don't, any, want, you don't want to make it comical. I think they do a know? good job of anytime it, it starts to approach the sort of the comical. Yeah, they instead tilt and they lean on his frustration yep. with his ability, yep. and so it just avoids the comical, but and which by leading the frustrated yep. side, no, which I, is which is like as I, I know somebody who's had a stroke. Yep. Super genuine, like that's what the, I mean. No, the, no, no. The, like every time you start to make headway, yeah. then as soon as you fall off, the frustration yeah. is so gripping. You know, yeah. No, I, I, yeah. I that's what I'm saying is that yeah, I think no, they did no, a good yeah. job with it. But I'm saying that when you choose to go into that realm, you're always taking a risk yeah. of crossing that line. You know, and I think that they were very careful about that. I think if I was going to cut a trailer for this movie, mm-hmm. it would be a very short trailer. Okay, it would just it would just show like. Uh, like Melissa McCarthy, Naomi Watts, mm-hmm. the boy. Uh, I can't remember who plays uh, Oliver. Who, who plays it? Uh, I can't remember the actress name. Jaden Lee. Jaden Lee. Uh, and then, and then like that would be like the first like three or four seconds of the trailer. Like literally just Melissa McCarthy, Naomi Watts, Jaden Lee, and then thirty seconds or forty five seconds, and just say and Bill Murray, and it would just be Bill Murray. Reclining in the chair in the backyard, the kid mowing the dirt around him, and that would just be it for forty-five seconds or a minute and a half. Just brrr, the dust that and the dirt, really and just it would just go on. No commentary, nothing. Just brrr, yep. and then like coming to theater soon. Like that, that, that would really be the trailer. Mowing, mowing dirt, <laughs> mowing dirt. The mow- St- and then, like the kid's like, "Oh, okay." And then he just goes back, and and, 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 and his mom's like, no, "Stop it! What are you? Did I just stop?" Yeah, no, I really like that because his lawn is just well, everything. Like even like right at the end there, like when they're doing the end credits, and he's 
And he starts watering the plant. This plant is dead. It's floating in a pool of water. Yeah. And, it's and like then the water just starts going all over Sloshing everywhere. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. And it's just pouring out on the dirt. And he's and and he, there. And he, on the dirt. And he washes the table. And he's... Yeah. yeah. Well, you gotta do something. He's gotta yeah. be there for the whole credits. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just... We're gonna film you for another minute and a half. It do was it. Awesome. Just do it. Yeah. It was awesome. And and like I said, I, that's I, one of my favorite Bob Dylan songs that yeah. he, he's singing along with yeah. and stuff there. So, it was great. Um, yeah, no, this is a really good movie. Yeah. Um, recommended. Mm-hmm, for sure. I don't really need to recommend Groundhog Day because yeah. everyone's probably seen it or yeah. heard of it. Yeah. But this one kind of fell through, flew under the radar, uh-huh. um, I guess, due to having the limited release. And um, it's uh, it's really good. I'd recommend it. Yeah, it's, it's a very good find. I'm, I'm glad you brought this up when you said you found those, you, you bought some movies yeah. a couple of weeks ago and... You brought this up, and I was like, I never heard of it. And yeah. it's got Bill Murray, and then went on. And, and I was like, all right, well, let's just do because, it. Let's just. It's because what made me think to mention it was because you were talking about having seen that Rock the Casbah. Oh, yes. That right. recent one that he was in. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that makes me think of yeah, that, yeah, that yeah. I got this same Vincent. Like I said, I picked it up because I was like, oh, yeah, that's the one with the Naomi Watts is in. And I was like, well, that's going in because mm. everything that she does goes in. Yeah. Now, there's a reason maybe this movie didn't see bigger release. What? Because it would have hit if they had, like, dumped it into the early 2015. Rock the Casbah was out. Possibly they were, like, two Bill Murray movies. Yeah, but what I'm saying is is that they would have been all, unless they're, like, by the same company, like... It would have been I guess all, it, yeah, yeah. it would have been all its own thing. And what I'm saying but, is, is that... But I'm wondering if by that part, like... I'm Trailers not, for Rock the Casbah have probably already been airing. I know, but what I'm saying is, is I don't understand why um, it was never, like, I just don't understand why it was not considered to be a movie that was worthy of. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the part I agree. I'm confused yeah, yeah, about. That's like, the part I'm confused like, about. Why, the timing, why would you limit this right to... The timing you know, they could have figured out. Yeah. What I want to know is... It's, it's why why it was decided that it, this was a limited release type of movie rather than a. I, I a mean, it, it's, it's just it seems super intentional. Like it just I like just, gonna, this is going to be like it's like those movies like they hit the 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 uh, the like the not, not Sundance but they hit the film festivals and then go right to Netflix yeah. and they just and you're like this movie is completely theatrical worthy. What happened? Just yeah. was never on never the intent. Yeah, you know, yeah, I just and you're just like I mean, for some shame. stuff it makes sense because it's like. This is because oh, sure. for some stuff it's like okay, this is a movie that would never have had a chance in the oh, theater. Yeah, yeah, it's a good movie, but it's not a this theater kind thing. of movie. But does this well in, done done well in the theater. Like yeah. I said, it did very well yeah. even with a limited release. Yeah. If it had had a wider release, it probably would have <laughs> done even better. Maybe maybe that was they were like, we're good, good enough. Yeah, good yeah. enough. We're good. It's true because at some point you got to kind of hedge your bets because you know. because it does cost a lot mm-hmm. to do a wider yeah. release. Yeah. You got to pay for. You know, for for you know, doing you know, barring stuff. another studio coming along and yeah. you know picking up that's the tab good. on that, that's a good but, point. Yeah. But but yeah, no, still, it is it is a shame. Yeah. But hopefully, well, it doesn't matter now. Hopefully, it's... this podcast will bring awareness to the people. Yeah, yeah. to like ten people. Yeah. Um. All right. So yeah. So um. That's it for next week. Uh, this week. This week. <clears throat> Sorry, I was I was a sentence ahead of myself. Uh. <laughs> next week. Uh. We'll be doing. Uh. We'll just be another. Uh, uh. An episode like this week. We'll be talking about a movie. Mm-hmm. Um. And then uh, after that, we've got. Uh. Well, what what was this week? Thirty two. This is thirty two. So we got thirty three. 
Because my original thought was we were going to do 33 next week mm-hmm. was going to be a, another regular movie discussion. Right. Um, then 34 would be Oscar discussion. Right. Then 35 was going to be our top five. Right. Uh, but I guess that kind of will just all be episode 35 now. Because I didn't know if we wanted to do an episode where we talk about this yeah. year's Oscars. No, I, I wanted to do that as so, well. So, uh, which I, I think would be great to we do it for episode both. 34. Yeah. Because if we do it for episode 34, that is literally the week before the Oscars come out. Yeah. Um, I assumed we would do both. Oh, okay. So, so there we go. So look forward to that. And then episode 36 will be our January recap. Right. Um, and planning then, ahead. So I guess next week we'll just do like another review. We'll do another. Um, so. Yeah. All right. Um, maybe another double header. You never know. You um, never know. If we, I still want to do Final Destination 2. <laughs> and Fierce, Fierce Creatures. creatures. To, to, for our Final Destination 1. Completely unrelated. Uh, yeah. It's completely unrelated. Fierce Creatures. Just because we did yeah, the first ones. Yeah. On yeah. The, yep. Um, no, uh, that's, we'll have to do it. Yeah, at some point. At some point. But uh, yeah, no. So we'll have something for next week. Yeah. But well, um, we can talk about it. We uh, uh, appreciate. Uh, we've got lots of lots of listeners on the the last uh, episode. Everybody everybody seemed to like that. Uh, 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 thank you very much to everyone who uh, who listened to to the last couple episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, getting into this year. Um, uh, Yep, tell your friends. Yeah, yeah. Tell your friends. Uh, you know, we're on SoundCloud. Share we're, on your Facebooks. Yeah, you know, we're, we're on SoundCloud. Uh, if this is your first time listening to to this, we are also on Facebook at What We've Watched, What We've Watched Podcast. Either of those will we'll bring it up. Um, you can find the link right off the SoundCloud page. Mm-hmm. Um, we, It's straight up just episode announcements on there, so don't have to worry about a ton of, you know, yeah. But Spam if you want, if you want to like make comments and stuff, yeah, ideally that, that would that would be and the then we can respond yeah. on that. If, if a couple you, of people have done, if that, you want but... to make comments on the on the podcast, that is the ideal way to do about it uh, to 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 talk to us about that stuff. Yeah. Um, no, if you want to just make straight up uh, comments on the episode, you can do that straight mm-hmm. on the episode. Uh, yeah, it's really cool actually how it works in SoundCloud because it's like you can put comments. Like time stamped onto like the moments, yeah, in the episodes, so and that, don't need to, shows you do up. not need to register nope. or sign up or anything. You can do it nope. without any of that. I mean, you'll be basically anonymous if you don't have. An but account, that's fine. But that's you fine. know, you know, uh, anonymous fine. feedback, still feedback. Yeah, you exactly. Know? Um, it's totally cool. Uh, so yeah, um, so yeah, I, I guess that's it. Um, yep. Until next week. All right. Uh, so I'm Chris. This is Emma. Cheers. Bye bye.